As a small business owner, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the pressure of choosing the right hire or leading a team? Or have you ever found yourself tolerating a bad hire because you fear trying and failing again as you repeat the hiring process? If so, you're not alone and you are in the right place. Welcome to the Growing Your Team podcast. The Growing Your Team podcast teaches business owners like you to expand your unique business by teaching you to master the hiring and team management process. Hiring and managing a team does not have to be a challenge. You just have to learn to do it right. And the Growing Your Team podcast teaches you how to become a confident leader who hires right every single time. Now, let's jump into the show where each episode, you will learn tips on how to identify what type of help you need on your team, how to source amazing candidates, how to conduct interviews that lead you to your idea team member, how to onboard successfully, and how to lead every person in your business so you have a team of rock stars who you are happy to pay every single paycheck. So let's jump in and teach you how to hire like a pro. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here. Welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, I want to talk about inclusivity and the hiring process. This is actually a topic that I have a lot of frustrations with. We've talked a lot about on the podcast of how to not discriminate with your hiring decisions and things like that. Um, we've talked a little bit at times about uh, legal legal things to do during the hiring process when it comes to questions, and we're going to talk way more about that. But there's another side of this that I think is super important to talk about, and that is inclusivity in the hiring process in terms of making people feel comfortable, giving people the accommodations that they need or deserve during the hiring process. And this is where things get tricky. And this is where doing what you think is the right thing could potentially lead you to trouble. I know, it's one of those things. As we talk about this, you're gonna like, how... How can I get in trouble for doing that? It is, it's the right thing. It's what we should be doing. However, once we talk more about it, you'll understand a little bit more about why we can't take these steps in the hiring process. All right. So what are we talking about here when we talk about inclusivity and accommodations in the hiring process? There are a lot of organizations out there and the reality is there should be more, but there, right now there are a lot of organizations out there that really focus on inclusivity with their organizations, making sure people feel heard, the right voices are being brought to the table, that people are getting the accommodations that they need, so therefore they can be successful. You know, they can kind of have the same playing field as anybody else to do well at the job. You know, this could look like different things. It could be making sure that 
people that need special desks or chairs due to um, physical items are getting those accommodations. People that need special equipment or software on their computers to help with maybe uh, eyesight issues or hearing issues are getting the software that they need. It could mean being inclusive when it comes to gender identity and making sure that you're calling people by the right pronouns and things like that. You know, things that make people feel that they are welcome as a part of your organization. And companies that really focus on this, they want to make sure that their entire presence of an organization is focused on inclusivity. How do we make people feel that we acknowledge who they are and we are accommodating who they are from the very first contact? And for most, that very first contact when it comes from an employee perspective is the interview. So people always want to know, and this is something that I always want to know too, is how can we be inclusive in the hiring process? And you might be thinking to yourself right now, like, Jamie, like you're you're the hiring expert. What do you mean that you ask this question too? And the reason why I ask this question, it from a lot of people when I get the opportunity to talk to people that really help companies become more inclusive as organizations, you know, I ask them about the hiring process because current laws make inclusivity and the hiring process difficult. And the reason it becomes difficult is the laws are in place to prevent discrimination during the hiring process. So the laws say that you can't discriminate against someone because they have a disability. You can't discriminate against someone because of nationality, you know, country of origin, their sexual identity, you know, things like that. There's so many things that fall into protected categories And if you're found making your decision based on one of these categories, or it's assumed that you're making your decision based on one of these categories, you can get in big legal trouble. This puts the issues, this puts an issue when it comes to inclusivity in the hiring process because it makes certain topics off limits. I can't ask a candidate, and neither can you, if they need any accommodations in the hiring process. Because if I ask the question, I am opening up the conversation to protected information. So then what do I do? How do I accommodate candidates in the hiring process that need accommodations if I can't ask about them. And the best answer that I have gotten that I'm sharing with you is just put forth a process that allows people to ask for the accommodations that they need. That if someone asks for an accommodation, that you are willing to provide them that accommodation. For example, an accommodation could be that if you're using Zoom for an interview, for example, that you type the questions or copy and paste the questions into the chat feature so that way they can make sure that they are 
seeing the question, understanding it correctly, you know, this is a great accommodation, especially if someone might have some hearing challenges and they can't hear properly. And sometimes the video can become a little bit more pixelated depending on connections. So they might not be able to read lips as well as they would if you were having a face-to-face conversation. So it's all about making it so candidates feel comfortable asking for the accommodations that they need. Yes, there will be candidates who don't ask for the accommodations that they need. And if you're a person who's really focused on inclusivity, you're going to sit there sometimes and be in that interview and see that maybe they need something. And it's just going to, it's, it's going to be frustrating at times. It's going to be frustrating that you can't be proactive and ask them if they need something, that you really need to wait for them to be proactive. So how can you really make it so it's a process where candidates feel comfortable saying that they need accommodations? And one of the best ways that I have learned to go about doing this is really talk about who you are as an organization. And this doesn't mean just in the hiring process, this means overall. If you're an organization that's really focused on inclusivity, talk about it. Make it so candidates know who you are and that they're welcome and that they can ask for things before the hiring process even starts. You know, if they know you're an organization that provides accommodations to your employees, they might ask or they might be more likely to ask for the accommodations they need during the hiring process. I know it's super frustrating that we can't proactively ask candidates what they need. You know, so the other thing you can do is just try to provide those accommodations to everybody. You know, if you can set up certain features, I believe in Zoom and in other areas where people can see questions, for example, if you post them in chat, but they can't copy and paste them. So that way, if you're afraid of like, well, I don't want to give people typed questions because then they can pass it on or they can post it. Well, first off, you have to remember that any candidate can take notes during an interview and write down the questions that you ask. So there's always the possibility that your questions get out there anyway. But by doing it in chat feature, you're helping a candidate see what those questions are, whether they need it or not, but you're kind of proactively giving an accommodation that somebody might need. The other thing that came up recently with a client about accommodations, or sorry, about, excuse me, being inclusive during the hiring process was pronouns. I was working with an organization that they are very focused on ensuring that they use the right pronouns for the people they communicate with. They wanted to ask about people's pronouns during the hiring process. And this is a big no. You know, I had to tell them while I saw what they were doing and why they were doing it and the positives of that, that that just couldn't happen during the hiring process. That they couldn't ask that and open that floodgate because that meant they were asking about a protected class, 
which could lead to discrimination. There was even, they asked the question of, well, can we make it optional? So that way they can choose to disclose the information or not. And yes, once again, I see where they were going with that. The problem with that is someone can choose to disclose the information because you asked and then still go after you with the lawsuits because you made your decision from their point of view because you asked about it based on a protective class, based on protected information. So unfortunately, I had to tell them that they couldn't ask. So then their question was, how do we ensure that we're calling the person or using the right pronouns when referring to the person during the hiring process? With this, there were two things that I shared. One was when you are talking to a candidate in the hire, during the hiring process, you're never calling them he or she or they. You're typically saying you or you're using their name when you're talking to them. So that's one thing. When you're talking to that candidate, most likely, and I would say 99% of the time, if not 100, when you're in the conversation with the candidate, you wouldn't be using their pronoun. You'd be using their name, you'd be saying you, and things like that. So it then comes down to when you're talking about the candidates internally. And if you don't know what a candidate's pronouns are, you can just use their name. You can just use generic, more generic pronoun of they. If you don't know, don't use the she or he pronouns. So I know that can sometimes feel a little bit uncomfortable when you are used to trying to be very inclusive and wanting to know what people's pronouns are so you can respect them. But that's one way to get get kind of, I would say, around it during the hiring process when you can't ask about it. The other thing when it comes to pronouns is you can't ask about it But once again, you can make it so it's a place where they feel comfortable sharing the information without you asking. And one of the ways to do this is when you introduce yourself to the candidate in the hiring process, you use your pronouns. So I could say, hello, I am Jamie Van Kuyk. I am the hiring manager for this position and my pronouns are she, her. A candidate can then choose to disclose theirs or they cannot. Seeing you didn't ask the question, it's just a part of your introduction, how you're introducing yourself, that's okay. It's just when you go to ask about it, when you make them feel that they have to make a decision to disclose or not because they're answering your question is where it becomes a problem. So once again, you can provide an environment where they feel comfortable. You just can't ask the question. All right, so I'm going to leave this here. I'm going to wrap this up for inclusivity in the hiring process. So we will talk more about the protected categories and how to really uncover some of the information that you would want to know about 
that kind of crosses over into some of these protective categories in future episodes. But for this one, I just want to talk about inclusivity and how sometimes it is that frustrating process that you might want to ask about things to do the right things, to provide the right accommodations, to be respectful of people. But because of discrimination laws, you can't ask during the hiring process. You, of course, can ask what accommodations someone needs after they're hired. You can, of course, ask about their pronouns after they're hired. But the best you can do during the hiring process is just make it an environment where candidates feel comfortable to share the information that would make it so they feel accommodated and included during that hiring process. So don't get yourself in trouble. Don't ask about things that you shouldn't be. Focus more on just making it an overall inclusive process where candidates feel comfortable asking for the accommodations that they need. Are you ready to hire a new team member for your business and you want to ensure you hire the person who can succeed in the role, make you happy, and positively impact your bottom line? Then let's talk and see how growing your team can help you master the art of hiring. Through bespoke hiring frameworks and comprehensive guidance, you will learn how to attract candidates who have the passion you desire and the skills needed to succeed. At Growing Your Team, women entrepreneurs and leaders work with us to help them expand their unique businesses by teaching them how to hire like a pro. Let's connect and see how we can help you. Send me an email at jamie at growingyourteam.com. That's Jamie, J-A-M-I-E at growingyourteam.com or head on over to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart with jumpstart being all one word. And let's talk about how you can become a confident leader who hires right every single time.